What if, with the right mindset, anything is possible? Join us now and find out how. It's time for the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka. Join us as successful life coach Marla Tabaka is here to inspire you and her clients to explore, discover, and live your dreams by developing what she calls the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, Marla is here to inspire you to take action on your dreams and reveal secrets to success that will help you realize your own unique power with the Million Dollar Mindset. Today, she'll share heartwarming stories, teach you tips and tricks to building a successful business, plus how to unlock the secrets to creating a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset. And now, here's your host, Marla Tabaka. with you today because we just have lots of good stuff. I had the privilege and honor of going to a great conference last week. Uh, Have you ever heard of Brendan Burchard? If you haven't, you ought to look the guy up. He's pretty motivational and inspirational, and uh, you'll learn a lot like I did. And he surprised us with lots of amazing guests uh, speakers we had no idea were coming. And of course, this, this was in Silicon Valley. So we were surrounded by amazing people and there was no shortage of them at this conference. And one of those folks was Ariana Huffington. Uh, you might know her from Huffington Post, right? And Ariana has become such an influential woman and, and somebody that I've always really looked up to and admired because of her lifestyle. And I don't mean the wealthy lifestyle, I mean her belief system and what she has done to get to where she has gotten. And it's a pretty amazing story. So if you head over to Inc.com, you'll see my article on Ariana Huffington's prescription for happiness. And it is, it's, it's this amazing lifestyle viewpoint that she has. And if you think that your lack of sleep and status as an overworked entrepreneur will lead to success or impress anybody, well, there are some surprises for you there in that article for sure. Here's a quote from, from Ariana. And, uh, you know, I just, I just loved what she stood for. Here, here's a quote. We're living in a society where sleep deprivation and burnout are believed to lead to success. And she said some people succeed despite these things, but no one succeeds because of them. No one succeeds because they have burned themselves out. After her collapse from exhaustion, Ariana learned to lead her life in a very different style. She learned that well-being is a practice, not a state. I'm going to repeat that again. Well-being is a practice, not a state. So I just, I mean, that was just a little bit of what went on at the conference. And uh, boy, I just enjoyed every minute of it. Brendan had a series of guests who just never ceased to amaze. And Ariana was just one of many. He also had Jim Quick. Jim is the founder of a company that does um, 
amazing work with memory recall and with um, with speed reading. And he does it very differently. And this guy is amazing. And I found it kind of charming that his name is Quick. And he teaches people how to speed read and, 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 and memorize things. And he's absolutely amazing. I mean, he's called to the White House to work with teams in the White House. He's called to other countries. He's called to, you know, he's worked with the head of Warner Brothers Studios and, and some of the very top businesses in and outside of the country. And I suggest you look him up too. It's Jim Quick. K-W-I-K and he has Quick Learning Academy or something like that but you can download his his uh, wonderful products and uh, you'll learn a lot from him as well so the list went on and on and on Brenda Brendan Burchard B-R-E-N-D-O-N B-U-R-C-H-A-R-D look it up see if you can't get to his his high performance academy and uh, maybe I'll see you there at the next one so we have a fabulous show lined up for you today just make sure you check out that Ariana Huffington article over at ink.com slash Marla Tabaka alright so let me ask you a question do you have a dream? yeah most of us do. Most of us have a dream. And, and when we, we achieve parts or all of that dream or we realize that we've changed and the dream has changed and we move on to the next one, some people really struggle with getting that dream, bringing it to fruition. You know, everybody's got a dream, but also everybody has varying levels of success in seeking to achieve that dream. So think about it. What What is your your big, hairy, audacious goal or your dream or whatever you like to call it. Maybe it's something like starting a business or taking your business to the next level. Maybe it's speaking or performing on the stage in some way. Maybe it's writing that book that is inside of you. You know, maybe it's rising to executive level in your corporation. Maybe it's meeting the man or woman of your dreams. Whatever it is, if you're not succeeding in a in that dream or that goal, if you're not getting there, there's a reason. There's something holding you back. There always is. So that's what we're here to talk about today. We're going to identify some of the things that really, really hold people back from achieving that dream. And this is just, of course, one of my very favorite topics. So I think you'll hear some good conversation between me and our guest today. Our guest is Amanda Miller Littlejohn, and she's an award-winning life, business, and branding coach who works with individuals on taking a big, big leap in their careers and business. And Amanda has coached countless people to to do things like start new jobs and and write their books and launch creative pursuits and and to just achieve that dream. And after years of doing that, she's really been able to collect, observe and collect some of the common forms of resistance, some of the things that keep us from our dreams. And, um, you know, also she's become pretty savvy at helping people achieve the dreams. Amanda is a former full-time print journalist, public relations guru and writer by training and passion, Amanda uses her unique storytelling lens and reporting skills to help her clients uncover and and uh, share their better brand stories. 
a motivating coach for entrepreneurs and experts who are seeking inspiration, brand clarity, and fresh ideas on how to emerge as experts in their chosen field. So let's see if we can't get past some of your stuff today. Amanda, welcome to Million Dollar Mindset. Thank you so much, Marla. I'm so excited to be on with you today. Well, I'm just thrilled to have you here. My goodness, we've been connected in social media for probably years, right? We have been. We have been. So that makes this super special that we're able to actually connect on your podcast today. Thank you. I so know. Much. I'm thrilled. I'm thrilled to, to <laughs> finally be speaking to you and tapping into and your expertise. And me with you as well. Like, I've been reading, I, I fell in love with you first. I don't know if you even know this. Um, on your, I think it was The Successful Soloist. I yes, at reading Inc. your comments. Yeah, at Inc. Reading about all of the different um, people that, that you've either helped or that you've interviewed who've shared insights on how to become successful, um, you know, as an entrepreneur, a solopreneur. So I'm so excited to be able to kind of join their ranks today and yeah. share with you on the podcast. Yeah, thanks, Amanda. I've, I've been looking forward to it, too. As I said in the open, it's just one of my very favorite topics, that, that being stuck thing. And I think that we yes. both have our methods and modalities and even secret weapons on helping people get past that stuck place. So we're right. going to get people thinking today, girl, about yeah. why they're sitting still. <laughs> <laughs> so, so first of all, Amanda, tell us a little bit more about the type of people that you work with in your coaching business? So the type of people that I work with uh, fall into about three categories. So the first person would be someone who, you know, is working a job and does, does great work on their job, but they're just not getting recognized and they, they don't have any forward momentum in their career. So, you know, they're kind of stuck at, you know, a manager level, a director level, and they want to break up into director or VP, or they just want to figure out, you know, how do I share all the amazing things that I've done um, so that my career can start to move forward? Maybe I'm looking for another job, or maybe I've been laid off and I need another job. So they, they're looking for a job. And then there is the um, person who's been working for decades and they've accumulated a tremendous amount of expertise. And it's time to kind of move into that third phase, you know? Mm -hmm. And so they say, well, you know, what am I going to do now? I'm not necessarily ready to fully retire. I have so much to share and so much to offer, but what is that next step for me? You know, is it a book? Is it, you know, me becoming a consultant? Is it me becoming a public speaker? Because I, I know so much about the topic that I've been working in and trained in for so many years. Like, what am I going to do with all of this? And then the last person would be either the existing small business owner consultant or the employed person who wants to start something on the side in hopes of turning that side business into their full-time business. And so they need help really getting clear about what's unique and special about who they are and what they know and what they have to offer. You know, what is their unique genius, their unique gift to the world? How do we put that into a sellable format so that, you know, other people can purchase it, 
you can start working with people and sharing that gift widely with the world. Mm. And it's such a wonderful group of people you coach here. We are already about going into our break. And I just want to say that's something I love about doing what you and I do. It's like coaching really gives people permission to think bigger and think deeper and mm-hmm. really, you know, talk about and explore who they want to be next. And, right, and it's okay right. to do that. It's exciting. So we're, so we're going to talk more about that mm-hmm. and uh, take a look at some of these blocks that that you and I have both seen, I'm sure, as soon as we come back from this break. Perfect. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. I am not the woman I used to be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on Toginet. This is your chance, ladies, to hear stories of hope and healing from someone who's been there. Someone who has fought back from the horrors of incest. Minister Diane's innocence was stolen from her in the land of alcoholism and mental illness, which led to her being emotionally, physically, and sexually abused by her parents. Yet in spite of this trauma, she has gone on to become a successful wife, mother, registered nurse, and minister of the gospel of Jesus Christ. I'm not the woman I used to be. I'm free is a straight-up show to enlighten you and to lighten your load. Do not let the weight of this world or the things that have happened to you control your life. For more on the show and Diane and her book, The Story of Me, email her directly from her show page here on Toginet. Then, join us for I'm Not the Woman I Used to Be. I'm free with Minister Diane Jones. Monday nights at 10, 9 central on toginet.com. Homeschooling? Half questions? Get your pen and paper ready. It's the sociable homeschooler, Vivian McNinney. Fridays at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. After a handsome blue-eyed Texan fell in love with Vivian at the Victoria Station in London, she found herself at DFW Airport with a tiny suitcase and a snazzy little duffel bag. Well, 25 years later, she is now happily married to that blue-eyed cowboy. They have four grown children, ages 24 to 18, who became willing guinea pigs when she unwittingly stumbled upon the world of homeschooling. Wildflower Academy flourished for 15 years. They survived and thrived, and you can too. Vivian will be covering a wide range of issues that face homeschoolers. What do you do with kids in the summer? How to set up your one-room schoolhouse? How obedience is paramount? And what to do with those snakes? Plus, you'll be sharing ideas and insights that she gleaned from other homeschoolers. So join us for an engaging hour with a sociable homeschooler. Vivian McNinney, Friday afternoons at 5, 4 central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. And we are here this morning talking about your dreams and how you can really jumpstart those dreams if you're feeling stuck or blocked or uncertain in any way. We're here with Amanda Miller Littlejohn, and you can learn more about her at Amanda Miller Littlejohn. 
dot com. So, Amanda, let's move forward on some of these these things that you see people just, you know, sometimes consciously, but probably most of the time unconsciously um, getting blocked around. Uh, start right. with, with your your first insight. Let's let's chat about that. So the very first thing that I started to notice when when talking to my clients when we're starting to you know figure out a new phase or a new service or a new package or a new business is a lot of times they don't even realize it but they're waiting for permission from some external you know force to to let them know that it's okay for them to pursue their passion or follow their dream or do the thing that they most want to do and I think you know it makes sense because for for many of us, we we have direction. You know, we kind of are following a roadmap of you know where how to get to where we want to be. You, mm-hmm. you your parents tell you what to do as a child. You know, you go to school. There's a direct path, right? So you're mm-hmm. you're going to school. You graduate. You go to college. You graduate. You maybe go get another degree for a specialty. And you're following this kind of roadmap. And once you get to the end of that, you're wondering, well, what do I do next? And what most people don't see is it's up to you, right? Like no one is going to come and tell you that it's okay for you to do whatever it is that you have in your heart to do. You have to give yourself that permission. Yeah. Yeah, you do. And, and is this is this a pattern that you see in people who have waited for approval all of their lives or is it just that the dream has gotten bigger you know the gig's gotten bigger and now the you know it's a little riskier and a little more scary and so they they sort of sabotage themselves with this belief of needing permission I think that it for the most part whenever people are venturing into new territory you know so if it's um, they've been employed their whole life and they want to start a business or they've been behind the scenes and it's time to come out from behind the scenes and maybe start speaking or doing media interviews. Um, anytime a, a new format or a new way of being that is not a part of their previous, uh, you know, daily routine, you, you think to yourself, you see someone who's written a book or you see someone who's writing on a stage, writing or speaking on stage in front of a crowd and you think, that's not me, that's them, and, you know, how did they get there, and what right do I have to kind of be in that place? Like, they obviously were ordained, and I think people think that someone is going to come and say and pick them, right? Like, pluck mm-hmm. them out of a crowd and say, you're really, really great at what you do, you should go do X, Y, and Z, and it doesn't always work that way, you know? A lot of times yeah. it's just, you have to make that decision. This is what I want to do, and I'm going to go for it. Right, right. You know, another thing that I'm sure we both see quite a bit is that when people have a new goal, something that may be a little scary or risky to them, that procrastination just becomes their best friend. (laughs) Absolutely, absolutely. It does. What are your thoughts on on why people procrastinate on, on taking those next steps? So, you know, when I'm working with my clients, you know, I'm always looking for that thing that they do that, that's awesome, that other people can't do as well, that is really unique and really adds value to other people. And 
the big thing that kind of comes up for us when we're doing this work is I point out this amazing talent they have or skill or expertise and, and that other people need it. And they say, oh, that old thing, you know, what, what do you mean? Like, of course, anybody can do that. And I'm like, no, everyone can't do that. You do that really well. And I think when you have a talent that comes so naturally to you and that you're so good at and you've always kind of been good at it, you think that you have forever to kind of make good on it, right? So you think, oh, my God, you know, I've always been great at writing or great at singing or great at, you know, helping diffuse conflict. And I'll get around to to that. I'll get around to writing the book or, you know, recording my demo or doing whatever that big leap move is. I'll get around to that eventually. But what people don't realize is that sometimes your ideas, your talents, your skills even have a shelf life. So, you know, while you've had it your whole life or you've been great at it for a long time, it comes so easily and so naturally to you that you think, oh, my God, I can put it on the back burner because it will always be there for me whenever I choose to access it. But that's just not always the case. Sometimes the timing is really great for you to make a leap, you know, whether personally in your life it's a really great timing or professionally or even industry-wise, you know, what, what else is happening in the industry. Today may be the day that your idea or your talent is really, really valuable and you can really uh, get get a lot for it in the marketplace, but tomorrow that may not be the case. So I try to urge people to, instead of sitting on those dreams or those talents and those skills and procrastinating and saying, I'll do tomorrow what I could do today, really do it today. Make the leap. Yeah. And it, it really also points to the importance of continually upgrading your skills, upgrading your education. Absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. So Absolutely. many people get cozy and comfortable in their businesses or their job that they forget that, I mean, to, in today's world, uh, skill sets become obsolete, like yesterday's socks, you know? Absolutely. Things move so, so fast. I love it what you just said things become obsolete your skill set becomes obsolete if you don't use it and if you're not out there seeing what it does and what it can do and how it can help people you're not out there observing the challenges you're not able to you know begin to brainstorm about what's next right and if you're not even in the game how can you think about the next game right like how are we going to perform in the fourth quarter if you're not even on the field like you don't know yeah, yeah. And and usually when I see someone who is a chronic procrastinator, I ask them, what are you afraid of? And of course, they say mm. nothing, nothing. I've just got so much to do. And you know, to me, um, being overwhelmed in your work or your business or your personal life is also a sign of procrastination. You don't have to be doing, you know, uh, intentional procrastination. It could be a very subconscious event. It, it absolutely could. That's a great point. Yeah. And a lot of times people, um, you know, they, they have past events that they carry mm-hmm. into their current belief system about moving forward, right? Some, right, some kind right. of fear that they can't let go. Do you, you run into that very much? I absolutely do. Um, something that I've seen and I've kind of started to notice with people when, you, like you said, you ask them, well, what are you afraid of? If you dig deep enough, you'll find that there was something that happened. There was some sort of failure or past trauma that is kind of stuck in their head that makes them think that, you know, 
they're not good enough to move to this next level, especially for people who, you know, are looking for new jobs or new employments or they want to switch industries or uh, get promoted in the job that they have. If there was ever a period of unemployment, if they were laid off or they got fired, or even with business owners, if they've lost a client, that can kind of replay in their their minds and in their memories and really come back to haunt them when it's time to make the leap to do something new and to, to jump into that new industry or try to go after that new big client, right? Because mm-hmm. if you felt the sting of rejection, you know, it can be tough to get back up on the saddle again and try to get back in the game. So I really try to let people frame failures or or past mistakes or unemployment or whatever the case is in the past. It happened. We learned from it. Let's take the the lessons of that, that past mistake or failure into, you know, the future, but know that that doesn't define you as a person, doesn't define you as a business owner you know, you have a ton of other great successes that you can reflect on to say, you know, I'm really great at what I do. I, I, people would be lucky to have me as an employee or as a consultant or coach or whatever. Um, and so let's build on that instead of staying stuck in that moment or season of failure. And I don't know about you, Amanda, but, you know, many, many, many people come to me because intellectually they know those things. They know that getting laid mm-hmm. out laid off was just a consequence of of the economy or they know that the past failures weren't necessarily their fault or that they were learning uh, um, gifts actually given to them Mm -hmm. Uh, but they can't separate that and the fear that's that that fear can be or that belief system whatever it is can be buried so darn deep now we only have like two minutes until break so i may have to interrupt you here but share with us if you will some of your methods of helping people get past these things or, you know, just absolving them? Well, like I said, you know, when you're looking at failure, I think our instinct is to kind of zero in on that one time things didn't go well. So I like to have people, you know, if if you're stuck on a season of things didn't go well that one time, I got fired, I got laid off, I was unemployed, I, you know, I started a business and it didn't work out. I try to get them to detail, you know, for every one thing that went wrong, five things that went great, right? And you can kind of start thinking about and framing your 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 past around your successes, and it helps you get your confidence back, and it helps you realize and remember who you really are and what gifts you really have. Because if you're focusing too much on when things were bad, you know, it's really hard to get yourself back in the game. So. Making that list of things that went great, successes, the triumphs, the good stuff, and really, really focusing and meditating on that kind of helps us get over those those seasons of failure and things that didn't go so well. Yeah, it really does. And and making that list is important. And what's even more important is referring back to that list often uh, because we tend to make it, poo-poo it, and put it aside. (laughs) Right. I like to have you print it out or make it pretty, get a design and post it somewhere you'll see it every day to remind you how you're a rock star, you know, yeah. and get get excited about it and get excited about everything it took you to reach those successes, those moments, like everything you yeah. overcame to see success. Yeah, Remember to it step when you into see that, that thing feeling. Posted. 
Right. right. Stepping into that emotion. We are going into our second break already. My goodness, this is too fun. This is Marla Tabaka here with Amanda Miller Littlejohn, and we'll be right back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. LinkedIn. It's a great tool and a great way to do business in today's social media-driven world. And Carol McManus is the LinkedIn lady with the LinkedIn Lady Show. Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern on allbusinessradionetwork.com. The LinkedIn Lady Show is designed to inform, inspire, and educate businesses. Every social media site has a specific demographic, personality, and purpose. And the LinkedIn Lady will interview a variety of guests, such as business owners who can showcase their business and talk about how they use social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, YouTube, Google+, Pinterest, and of course, LinkedIn. For more on Carol and the show, check out her website, LinkedInLady.com. As trends change and new applications become available, the LinkedIn Lady Show will bring that information to you in an easy-to-use, fun, and engaging way. Every Tuesday and Wednesday afternoons at 4 p.m. Eastern, it's the LinkedIn Lady Show with Carol McManus on AllBusinessRadioNetwork.com. Show me the money! Okay, we will. We're going to teach you how to tell your money where to go. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Learn how to be a savvy investor from someone who has your best interest at heart. Pam Otten is a financial advisor who loves to help successful business owners and entrepreneurs understand the mysteries of the investment world. And she's not afraid to share that knowledge. Pam is an unashamed Christian and qualified kingdom advisor, which means she's trained and committed to integrating biblical principles into her financial advice. Pam believes investing isn't rocket science. This is the financial advisor who's in your corner and truly understands and cares about you and helping you achieve your goals. Securities and advisory services are offered through LPL Financial, member FINRA, SIPC. It's Intelligent Investing with Pam Otten on Toginet. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on Toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marlon Tabaka. Well, thanks for being with us today, everyone. I hope, and I actually should say I wonder if any of these points are resonating with you. We'd love to hear from you over at Twitter. My handle is uh, at Marla Tabaka, T-A-B-A-K-A. And uh, let us know. Let us know how how we're doing here and if any of these uh, hit the spot for you and are giving you some serious food for thought. So, Amanda, we are on to the next point. And um, I've heard you say this in social media, I believe, you know, kind of a warning Mm -hmm. kind of thing. Like, are you steering your own ship? (laughs) Tell us what you mean by that. (laughs) Yeah, so that's another thing that I've kind of started to to really see with uh, especially people who are um, working in corporate America or are working as attorneys or doctors or they've they've kind of been on that really well-defined career path that I mentioned earlier where, you know, you know exactly what to do. It's all mapped out for you. You don't have to ask any questions. You just kind of color, paint by number and fill in the blanks because 
you know, the directives are there for you. But at a certain point, I've noticed that people, especially around that, like, 35th birthday or 40th birthday, I see a lot of those milestone birthdays, people coming to me. And, you know, we get into it and we're talking and, you know, we're going over the past choices that they've made, the decisions that they've made uh, to, to get to where they are in this this point in life and their motivation for, behind those decisions. And it comes out so often that, you know, they never really ask themselves what they wanted. You know, what do I want for my life for myself? What are my strengths and talents and gifts? What am I passionate about and how do I want to spend my time because this is my life and I only get one. And, you know, it comes out that, you know, they went to college, they majored in a specific major because a parent wanted them to or, you know, one of their parents wanted them to, you know, become a doctor or a lawyer because that's what the parent thought success was like. And the parent didn't necessarily encourage them uh, to explore. I always say, like, parents, I love them, love them to death. But sometimes they like for us to exploit our talents and they don't encourage us to explore, right? They don't encourage mm-hmm. us to explore what we're passionate about, what we're good at, what we love to do, what lights us up and makes us feel alive. Um, so they're not even steering, um, these individuals that come to me, they're not even steering their own ships in their lives. They, they're still kind of working off of a roadmap that was drawn by well-meaning parents. But, you know, your parents don't have that internal roadmap that was given to you at birth. You know, they just don't. Uh, Sometimes it is, you know, a person whose spouse has encouraged them to follow a certain career path or stay in a specific job because it's more lucrative or more convenient or it's closer to a certain place, you know. And that's not really what they want to do. And then sometimes for business owners, they might be, you know, following what the industry is doing instead of really trying to figure out how do they best connect with their customers. And so in essence, it's just listening to that internal voice and really following your gut. Uh, That's what it means to steer your own ship instead of so much looking to people around you in a sense to give you that permission um, and to tell you what you should be doing or what they want you to be doing, right? It's like, how yeah. are you motivated to do the things that you do and what motivated you to make the decisions that you've made that got you to where you are today? So do you think this falls under that category of steering your own ship? Um, I work with a lot of people who are definitely afraid of letting others down, and they have mm, these... Yeah. expectations that they've imposed on, you know, the other person's mindset, meaning they they think that other person has expectations of them that are probably not even true. Yes, yes. Expectations are a huge point of it, a a huge portion of that as well. And so it could be, yeah, it could be anyone. It could be your your wife, you know, your wife expects you to work in corporate America and do this and do that when maybe your wife doesn't. Or you know what? If your wife does expect that and that's not what you want to do and you all can afford for you to try something different, it's time to have a real honest conversation about um, what you really want to do. Because at the end of the day, like I said, you get this one life. And so are you going to squander it doing things that don't make you happy and that, you know, you never really wanted to do it in the first place. 
And of course, there are limits to this because we have mortgages and, you know, child care payments and different things that we can make, but, um, and different obligations that we have to the people around us. But at the end of the day, at some point, I think it's healthy for you to really examine, you know, your motives and examine what has made you make the choices that you made. And if you have time and room to choose something different, you absolutely should. And, you know, from my perspective, even if you don't have the time and room, if let me put it this way, if you don't have the time and room, then that could be just another form of the self-sabotage we've been talking about. Right. And resistance. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So it's time to explore, okay, why, you know, what am I keeping myself so busy with? And boy, you're going to buy into your own story. Well, we have three kids and, you know, I have a spouse and I've got this demanding job and this career. But, you know, there's always something you can, you can change in your life to make room for exploration. And Mm -hmm. it's so funny that you say that because that was one of the other points was like, one of the things that we do to sabotage ourselves is we're waiting for things to be perfect, right? So like you said, oh, we've got kids, we've got this, we've got that. I, I, can ne- I don't have enough time. I, you know, there's no way I could build this business. There's no way I could write this book because, you know, I'm, I'm volunteering at my church and, you know, I'm doing, you know, softball practice with the kids after school or whatever it is that people come up with to say they don't have the time or the energy or the money to, to make a big leap. But at the end of the day, the circumstances, the environment is never going to be 100% perfect to, to do something new and to change, right? Like, um, I don't know who said it. It was a quote or something I read recently about when a seed, um, the things that a seed has to go through to become you know, a plant to become a tree. Like if you looked at the seed, it would seem like it was, you know, destruction. You know, it's breaking apart and it's, right. you know, it looks crazy, you know. Uh-huh. And, but that blossoms into something else. And that's kind of how it is with, with our lives and our businesses and our brands and these things that we want to birth. It's not going to look <laughs> perfect. You know, it's not going to look pretty. Like, oh, my God, every, the stars all lined up and we have, have a great amount of time. I've got thousands of dollars in the bank earmarks just for this venture. Everything is perfect. My wife is happy. Things are great. No, it's going to, it's going to be ugly. You know, things are going to break apart. It's going to look insane, but that's just what has to happen in order for something new to, you know, sprout forth, you know? Yeah. Yeah. It is. It's always amazed me how that little, that little sproutling can come up through this packed dirt. You know, I mean, that stuff is heavy to move aside and this little thing is just the size of a little strand of hair or something, (laughs) you know, and, and, but it does it so eloquently and so gracefully. And, Mm -hmm. you know, while there may be disruption to our world when things, you know, when we're, when we're rocking that boat, when we're making change, there will be disruption. Yeah. Yeah. But it doesn't mean that it has to be painful. I think Mm -hmm. that pain comes from when we create resistance, when our mindset is, when we're afraid and, and we're just in that fear mindset. Um, mm-hmm. You know, there are many ways to embrace change. 
And one of them is to resist it, resist it, resist it, and finally get through it and be okay with it. And the other mm-hmm. is to say, I choose this path with ease and grace. And, and uh, I'm going to flow it can, with it. Yeah, it can be a lot easier. And, you know, sometimes sometimes that that role of of perfection that we're looking for in our life, sometimes we're misreading what our life really looks like, too. And mm-hmm. you're, you're like, in fact, I worked with somebody just recently who said that, well, I, you know, I don't want to change things because my, my life is like just fine the way it is. Well, do you really want to live your life just fine? <laughs> right. Exactly. Like I want more than just fine. And you know what else, Marla? I think for the people who say, um, you know, things will never be perfect or, or my situation is not perfect. If you have something inside you, if you have an idea, a dream, a gift, a skill, a book, if you have something inside of you that's, that's yearning to break free and to be delivered to the world, I would say that things aren't perfect, you know? Like, is it perfect you being able to, to bring that thing out of you and birth it and give it to the world? So if you're walking yeah. around living your life without doing that, how perfect is your life now? Uh huh. Exactly. Exactly. And if your life isn't more than just fine, then there you're right. <laughs> there are imperfections in there, most definitely. Most it's definitely. It's never going to be perfect. Yeah. Yeah. You know, a, a good exercise is is the what if exercise. You know, what if I do this, right? And. and mm. You come up against the negative. Okay, so what if uh, my wife gets angry with me? What'll happen mm-hmm. next? And to just keep right to layering that. I know that you do that with your clients as well. Just keep getting onto the next layer and the next and the next until you and, hit nothing. <laughs> yeah, you know, I have actually just to put it in perspective. I, I work with people who who have illness as well um, because I do the emotional freedom techniques, and mm-hmm. that's just amazing. And I have done that process with people who are in stage four and stage cancer. What if I die? Mm. What if? And it works for them. It brings them wow, to the other side. Powerful. Yeah, yeah. And so if it can work for people who are facing death, it can work for all of us to really get down Absolutely. to that what if and to come full circle to that realization or actually 180 degrees to that realization that the what if isn't always that bad. And um, it's it's worth it's worth the risk and worth the fight to to achieve those dreams. I absolutely so, agree. Yeah. So here we are. We're going into our final break already, and I know that we have a couple more points to cover. So when we get back from this break, we are going to continue this wonderful conversation with awesome. Amanda Miller Little John at AmandaMillerLittleJohn.com. And uh, and see what else might be holding you back and what you can do about it. This is Marla Tabaka. You'll find me at MarlaTabaka.com and we'll be right back. Unlocking the secrets in you to create a happier, more balanced life through abundant thinking and attraction power. It's the Million Dollar Mindset with Marlon Tabaka. And we'll be right back after these. Equipped with the right skills, knowledge, and most of all the right questions, you too could have the success you're looking for. 
Join Laura Atchison as she hosts the Entrepreneur Masterclass each Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. It's been said success comes from not only what you know, but who you know. But what if you don't have access to the top experts? Well, that has changed. Laura Atchison, best-selling author, international speaker, and business strategist, brings you top experts from all around the world to help you take your business and your life to new heights. Join Laura for the Entrepreneur Masterclass every Wednesday at 5 p.m. Eastern Standard Time right here on the All Business Radio Network. We often ask, is that all there is? Why is this happening to me? Why am I always broke? How am I going to survive this mess? Then join Dr. Geraldine Tegeloff for Nature Spirits Speak, 7 p.m. Tuesday evenings on toginet.com. Geraldine is a metaphysician, nature intuitive, and prosperity coach who shares with you how she went from totally broke to living what she would call her perfectly prosperous life. Through the combination of a wealth of metaphysical knowledge and her amazing ability as an intuitive, Geraldine brings to you the secrets of her magical journey of healing emotionally, spiritually, and financially. As with the ancient seers and master teachers, Geraldine has a unique gift of being able to connect to the simple yet profound messages brought to us by Mother Nature and happily shares these through today's note to self on her webpage, naturespiritspeak.com. If you need help with your journey, why not connect with Geraldine during her show, Nature Spirit Speak, Tuesdays at 7 p.m. Central on toginet.com. Welcome back to the Million Dollar Mindset. If you're ready for a big change in your work, your career, your happiness, your life, it all starts with attitude, and Marla is here to help. It's the Million Dollar Mindset on toginet.com. And now, back to your host, Marla Tabaka. Well, Amanda, we have, have just had a wonderful conversation about that perfectionism thing that a yeah. lot, yeah, a lot of CEO level people, executive level people and, and, uh, entrepreneurs have this and, mm-hmm. and, and they don't talk about it much, right? Uh, because they no. but by pushing away that, by, by anticipating that perfection is to admit that they're imperfect. And, absolutely. Uh, yeah. Absolutely. Yeah, so that's that's a really important one, and uh, I know that you have uh, two more to touch base on. So, so what's I our do, next one? I do. So the the next to last um, point of resistance that I see when people are ready to birth something new is they absolutely refuse to own their what I call their unique contribution to the planet, right? And so you know. I am, one of my gifts is to really see what is special and unique about someone's talent or skills or expertise and to help them connect to who may need that skill, talent, or expertise. And a lot of times when I point out to someone how amazing and incredible something that they do or are able to do so easily is, they can't for the life of them see it as a unique They think that everyone else can do that. They don't think there's anything special or even valuable about it. And I think it's funny because, you know, it makes sense that you would devalue something because it comes so easily to you because we're taught, I think, to value what is difficult, you know, what we have to overcome, what we have to work so hard for, what we have to spend years, you know, developing before it's any good. And the things that come naturally to us 
we look at those and say, oh, yeah, sure, I can do that. And that's why we procrastinate and put it off because it's so easy for us to, you know, to jump in on those talents. But um, owning their unique contribution and owning the fact that the world needs it and that um, it is valuable to other people and is useful to other people and that they could do something with it besides just walk around and be good at it or know it or have it. So yeah. I think that is that that's a huge, huge, huge thing, especially for people who are well into their careers and have been doing what they're doing. And it's maybe made their employer or their company a lot of money, but they've never really kind of taken that leap to say they wanted to do something else with it besides just have a job and, and you know, use those skills to to build someone else's dream or someone else's company so it can be an interesting step yeah yeah it is and and i think it even goes deeper because a lot of people don't even know what their unique talents are and because absolutely yeah, right? They take them so for granted. And I'm going to be vulnerable here and fess up that, you know, I can fall into that trap. I can be one of those people and say, oh, good Lord, it's just common sense. And, mm-hmm, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. it's not. It's but it's not. not. No, yeah. it's not. And, it, and I even, you know, it's, and I was going to say earlier when you were saying, you know, we're, what we do and how we help people, I think we're so lucky. And I know I consider mm-hmm. myself just to be so fortunate because my job is essentially to see the best in people and to get them to see it too, you know? So like a lot of people come to me and like you said, they don't know what their gift is and they're kind of leaning on me to help them uncover and see it. And it's just really special to be able to do that for people um, because yes, so often they think that because it comes easy to them, it comes easy for everyone else. And that's just not the case. It's not. It's absolutely not the case. And, and, you know, this also leads to another thing. People suffer from what's called the imposter syndrome. And mm, yeah, right. Yeah. And, and this kind of goes hand in hand with that, where you dismiss mm-hmm. things that you've achieved. And we were talking earlier about making that list, right? And, mm-hmm. uh, mm-hmm. So many people make that list and, and as they're doing it in their heads, they're making excuses about how anybody could have done this or it wasn't really a big deal. And right, right. Yeah. If you're out there doing that, then, you know, call Amanda or, or me it. or another coach <laughs> and, and work through that because, you know, we're all remarkable in our own ways. And, uh, you know, if are. other people were intended to do these things, then they would have done them, not you. <laughs> right, right, right. And that's yeah. like actually a perfect segue, I think, into the last point, because I was just about to say sometimes. We um, we don't want to own our unique contribution. We don't want to be special because maybe we were taught um, that it's not, you know, that we shouldn't stand out, right? Like that, you know, a parent might have seen our talent and said, okay, you know, you're doing too much, you know, because if a sibling wasn't as talented. I was actually just reading a book a few weeks ago, The Big Leap by Gay Hendricks, and he was saying how, like, a lot of times um, – siblings or, you know, as children, you might get scolded for outshining your your brother or your sister. And so you start to kind of say, to downplay, like you say, you downplay that list of awesome accomplishments and you end up essentially doing, you know, the last the last thing on my list, which is dimming, dimming your light, which um, 
I think, and I'll, if you were vulnerable, I would be vulnerable too. Like, I struggle with this, you know, because, <laughs> I mean, you want to, to, to express yourself fully and be awesome, but, you know, sometimes you, you, you wonder, am I doing too much? Is it too much for people? Mm-hmm. And, uh, right. and, and especially for people who've never, um, been, have t- taken that kind of forward, public role if they've been behind the scenes for a long time it's hard to step out and say you know all eyes on me or listen to what I have to say or see what I have to share uh, and hear my message because you're so used to um, being behind the scenes and especially if you know you're around people who don't necessarily have that same gift or aren't performing at that same level, it can be lonely to stand yeah. out and to, to shine. It can be extremely, incredibly lonely to shine. Mm-hmm. Uh, and no one talks about that, right? Like no one says, oh, you know, go be awesome. Um, a lot of times you may be awesome by yourself because um, once you make that commitment to step out uh, with your gift, it, it can be a while before you find other people who are doing the same as you. Yeah, it really can. And, um, you know, again, that that points us in the direction of the importance of surrounding yourself by people whose level of success you aspire to. Yeah. Um, because then you can always, I mean, for a lot of reasons, right? But in, in this case, because you can, you can always see that there's someone shining even brighter than you are and, and it's okay. It's okay to shine. It's okay. Yeah. And you can eloquently learn how to eloquently, um, you know, talk about your strengths and your offerings without bragging. It just astounds me mm-hmm. how many people say, well, I hate to brag, but. <laughs> Yes. Um, Someone just wrote a a really great piece on that. Um, Another PR pro here in D.C. named Meredith Feynman, she wrote something called uh, Bringing Back the Brag, you know, Mm -hmm. how we have to really learn how to embrace our accomplishments and uh, share the things that we're Because if we don't, how will people know, especially if you're, you know, in business, you have a service or product or something that you're trying to get people to buy, how will they know how amazing and incredible it is unless Mm -hmm. you tell them, unless you shout it from the rooftops? Otherwise, your message, your product, your service will get lost kind of in the the noise, the rest of the noise that's out there, everything that we're hearing day after day after day. Yeah. And and for those listeners in the US, let me tell you from from working with people all over the world for 12 years, you know, this bragging is more okay in our culture than it is mm-hmm. anywhere else in the world. And so if you work with somebody in the UK or in Australia and so many different parts of the world, it is absolutely not okay to say that you're good at something. And right. So, you know, we, we have some work to do, but a lot of folks from other countries. Yeah, yeah. So, um, you know, it's, it's okay to step into and embrace what you do and let other people know how you can help them because that's what, you know, no matter what you do, that's what it's about is helping others. It is. It is. And I always tell people who get nervous before speaking, you know, because I coach people right before they go um, on TV or, you know, they do 
speeches or whatever, I always try to let them uh, or help them refocus their inner angst from mm-hmm. I'm so nervous people are going to be picking me apart to somebody out there, someone who's going to hear this message, see this TV segment, you know, be in the audience of this, you know, presentation. Mm-hmm. The information that I'm about to share is going to change someone's life. Like someone yeah. needs this today. And so if you can really reframe your anxiety around the end user and the end recipient of yep. it and how necessary and critical it is for you to to deliver it, it takes mm-hmm. the pressure off of you and it takes you from a perspective of thinking that people are looking at me to judge me to I am just here to deliver this information because some, yep. if I don't do it, somebody is going to miss out on information that could change their life today. You know it. Amanda, we are down to the very end of our show. We have about a minute left. So uh, tell the listeners again where they can find you and what kind of goodies they can find on your website. Oh, my goodness. So I, um, my website is my name, AmandaMillerLuljohn.com. And if they go to my site today, they can actually download a, a free workbook that they can work through to help them begin the journey of uncovering their strengths and their unique genius. And that is uh, AmandaMillerLuljohn.com forward slash free dash gift. So free gift. Um, and I have a couple of fun things I'm really excited about. This year I made a big leap and I launched my um, first uh, personal branding system. It's like a coach wow. in a box, essentially. Woo-hoo! And it's, yeah, it's the branding box and it is a step by step system to help you uncover and um, unlock your personal brand and then promote it to the world. It's got everything it's got. You know, media pitching templates, it's got case study tutorials on how to write a case study to showcase your expertise. Um, it's got, you know, social media strategy guide, a media planning calendar. It's awesome. And I'm so proud of it. It's beautifully designed and beautifully printed, full color, physical boxed product that ships to your home so you can work, you know, at home on your brand in the comfort, wow. from the comfort Sounds of your own amazing. home. amazing. Thank you for being here today, and we'll see you all here next week on Million Dollar Mindset. Thank you for being a part of the Million Dollar Mindset with Marla Tabaka on Toginet. If you've always known there was more out there for you, but you just weren't sure how to get there, and